please welcome to the show volunteer and co-founder of No Fly List Kids and Conquer COVID-19, Suleiman Ahmed. Suleiman, thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Listen, um, since I guess mid-March, I've been asking everybody who's come on, um, how's the family? How are things at home there with, uh, with what's happening? Uh, thanks for asking. The family's good. Uh, I mean, my wife and kids are all good. And, you know, it's uh, just like every other family, I think, are dealing with the new reality where they're home and they're learning from home. And, you know, um, it's just you're around people a lot more than you were before. So I think there's, you know, two ways you can look at it. You can get frustrated or whatever. Or you can value the time you have together. So we tend to prefer the latter. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So the, the kids haven't taken over your office then, I'm guessing. Or maybe they have. Oh, no, they have. They've taken it over a while ago, but it forced me to clean my office. Um, okay. <laughs> where I procrastinated long enough, so I don't think anyone has the right to say no to anything now. You just you don't have excuses, so you got to get yeah. stuff done. So, yeah, but it's all good. It's all good. Nice. So you're one of the volunteers with uh, Conquer COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did this all begin and, and why, and why did this all begin? Well, it started with me, <coughs> myself, <coughs> excuse me, I'm coughing, but I don't have COVID. Um, it started with, um, actually me discussing with my wife, Khadija mm-hmm. and, um, we just wanted to figure out a way to, to help out. And at the time, another friend, Flavio Volpe, president of the APMA, was looking to source ventilators and stuff. And that was a discussion that started, but then it kind of grew from there where uh, I said, well, look, maybe if we need to find connections, I, I organized a, a Zoom chat to show people how to use LinkedIn, you know, because mm-hmm. you may not know someone, but someone in your network might know someone. Yeah. And from that, I organized it. I put it on Twitter and a bunch of people joined up and we then grew to about 20, um, started from a core group of five or six. So Khadija was obviously there, uh, Greg Tilson, Lori Dillon Schalk, Dr. Ruby Alvey, uh, or a few people, Nadia Malek, um, Chris Houston uh, joined in. And then we kind of grew from there and it just started growing. And we migrated from WhatsApp group to Slack, uh, which I'd never used before, but it's a great platform. Uh, Rob Powers, who works there, he actually gave us a license for it. Didn't charge us anything mm-hmm. uh, because of the work we were doing. And we decided as a group of Canadians, we wanted to help other people, uh, especially our frontline workers who were in a tough situation. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. Well, it, it seems to be a, um, a gap, I guess, in, in terms of equipment and supplies. What, what, have, what have you guys learned about that? Well, I, I think there is a gap. I mean, we are certainly not here to replace the federal or the provincial governments. Um, I believe that they're uh, important to source healthcare and education, all those things. But, you know, big ships move slowly. And whether that's at the government level, federally or provincially, or at the hospital level, even they have their own bureaucracies. And so we're not in a moment where you can work nine to four, Monday mm-hmm. to Friday. Um, so we just decided a group of us that we wanted to help. And mm-hmm. so from there grew, um, I think originally it was COVID medical, but then it became conquer COVID-19. So CC19. And we created a site, your partner in crime, Greg Tilson, mutual friend. I mean, 
he put together a site in no time and started growing just through social media, no budget, no marketing, and none of us are getting paid. We're all volunteers. And um, it, it, it started picking up. And then our first major partner was Toys R Us because uh, Dr. Sean Mondu, who's the um, ear doctor at Hamilton General, he approached us for baby monitors. Mm-hmm. Baby monitors. Yep. And we're like, so what do you need baby monitors for? And he said, because if they're getting more and more patients, they don't want to expose the staff to COVID-19 unnecessarily, but they want to communicate to the patients if it's not something urgent where they need immediate care or attention. Mm. So he said baby monitors would work. And we thought, okay. And then he said, because uh, then they also don't have to use, you know, valuable PPE equipment unnecessarily. So we then started to collect uh, baby monitors. Lori Dylan Schalk was driving around her neighborhood doing that kind of thing like she did from before with the you know Syrian refugees came Khadija did that source 20 monitors I think just one of the first and then uh but we realized that's not enough so I got introduced by uh Tanbir Grover from the cooperators uh to Sean Williams who's the uh, chief merchandising officer at Toys R Us Canada they agreed to help us and they agreed to donate baby monitors and so far we've shipped uh, hundreds of them across the country to hospitals who need it who come to mm-hmm. our site and say, we need baby monitors. Yeah. And um, so it kind of grew from there. And then shortly thereafter, Volvo Canada approached us. said, we really appreciate what you guys were doing. You're volunteers. We want to help you. Uh, another automaker came in too, but Volvo was like, we want to be exclusive. Uh-huh. Um, so I said, look, as long as you can provide the cars, you're exclusive. But at that point, if you can't provide the cars, then we'll go with the other, other part yeah. company. But and Volvo made it easy. They actually, uh, Matt Kurgis and his team, they, uh, they gave us the vehicles for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Gas, insurance, everything. All wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got about 12 cars in our fleet. Kasser uh, Ahmed is managing that. Uh, and now those vehicles are deployed for dropping off stuff to emergencies or in cases we pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got guidance from someone who uh, has to remain nameless, but he's worked with the World Health Organization. So we make sure that stuff that's picked up is then placed in storage for three days. Um, so Why is that important? Fire- well, because if there's any kind of the virus on it or anything, it takes at least three days to kill it. Okay. Okay. So that's why when people ask, well, you got a shipment of gloves, why don't you move it right away? Mm-hmm. You need three days. Um, we want to make sure everyone's safe. So all this kind of just kept growing. And then another mutual friend, I think it was a week ago today, actually, seems longer. Um, <clears throat> Haley Wickenheiser, the hockey player, uh, who's I think our most decorated female hockey player and Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our greatest hockey players of our country. Um, she put out a tweet because she's in medical school, third or fourth year now. Yeah. And and she was saying, I need help. I need this equipment because doctors and friends were begging to her because unfortunately some of the hospitals, the doctor and nurses can't go public or they could get disciplined. Mm-hmm. So they went to her. So she put out a tweet and our friend Jamie Stein. What was she looking for? She was looking for gloves, N95 masks, face shields, gowns, you name it. Okay. And I replied to her um, and said, look, you know, and she said, I'll give you signed equipment or signed jerseys, whatever, just help me. And I replied to her after Jamie flagged it and said, look, we don't want anything signed. We just want to help. Yeah. So, and then she followed me on Twitter and um, we started messaging each other and just telling each other about what we were doing. And I said, look, here's her site that Craig, that Greg created and here's who we are. And then I said, uh, let's jump on a call. And so the next morning, me, uh, the other co-lead for the group, Guru Panu, 
Um, and um, <clears throat> Yusuf Ahmed is one of uh, the group of students from uh, U of T Medical School. And these guys are incredible. So these kids, all medical students, are all volunteering for our intake on our website. So they triage all the requests, mm -hmm. put them together, facilitate pickup or drop off. So the three of us got on a call with Haley, explained what we were doing. She told us what she wanted to do. And we said, look, you're, you're the captain Canada, so you lead. We'll mm -hmm. be the back engine for you. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know until later, uh, one of our team members, Rob Price, told me that they vetted us. Right? Really? <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I'm not surprised because you know God knows how many people will try just to make just public. to make sure, I guess, yeah. Yeah, just to make sure you guys are legit. And there's a yeah, lot yeah. of nonsense that goes on. I would have done the same thing, but he's like, no, you guys came in good, and he's a wonderful guy too. And his wife, they're out in Calgary. Um, and so we, we got connected and then with Haley right after that, Ryan Reynolds, um, he put out a tweet supporting her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now we've got Haley and, uh, Captain Canada, if you will, a Deadpool, uh, or Green Lantern. Um, um, <laughs> they, they both were behind us and we just provided support and then we just started working together and, um, and, and it's funny cause Greg, was running her site. I think he was telling me his site traffic was 250 visits a day. Then once Haley joined, it was like a thousand. And then oh, when wow. Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds came on board, it shot up to 10,000. So we had Jeez. to move our infrastructure to a different platform to support the traffic. Yeah. Um, and it never went down. Site never went down. He worked like a dog. Um, I think he is a wonderful person and a gem. Um, and he came in, you know, and you know what it's like a startup, like you're in the sure. beginning. You got no resources. You got no recognition, and and I, I Greg Tilson to me is one of the unsung heroes of this whole initiative today. That's awesome! Like all of these people becoming involved. How do you, you know, just you, you talked about uh, Haley Wickenheiser. Well, you too. Let's not let's not forget you. No. I mean, you've come on board and you've you, you've no. you've chipped in and interviewed people and sharing the stories, and that's important to share the story. So. I think it's a sum of a lot of parts and really, really incredible people like Dr. Ruby Albee, like just, she's just superstar, like mom for four kids and doctor and then involved in the community and involved with the UT, Dr. Resmovitz. And then, you know, and then a friend of mine, Awais Qureshi, he, he connected uh, me with Guri Panu, who's the inside counsel for Enbridge and just a, a terrific leader, Nadia Malik, who's at Bombardier. I mean, uh, you know, just, just uh, Yusuf connected us with Reza and these other kids from U of T medical school who've stepped up. You know, they're, like, I wish I was that smart and intelligent at 20, uh, like yeah. these guys are. And sure. uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, Lori's up in Bob Cajun, run her tail off. I mean, it's just, uh, just a, really an incredible group of people just coming together. Dr. Jeremy Resmovitz is there. I mean, it's just... Um, I don't know. It's just all these people kind of coming together and doing what needs to be done to literally save lives. And I, I mm -hmm. it sounds kind of hokey, but it's yeah. real. Um, and um, so we teamed up. It was just kind of like a team and Haley's her captain. And I guess you could say I'm the grumpy general manager or coach behind the bench. <laughs> How do you, I, I was going to say, you know, you had uh, Haley Wickenheiser's, um, teammate you said somebody sort of vetted you guys um yeah. on your end um mm -hmm. because I, i've seen i've seen a number of uh you know familiar names some people might recognize them some people might might not but you know some people that that i recognize uh you know from canadian media and such 
how, how do you vet to make sure, because this is getting a lot of, you know, whether it's uh, the organization conquer COVID-19 or, you know, obviously um, everything that's happening, everyone, everyone's eyes are on this pandemic and, you know, how to solve it. How do you guys make sure that the people that are calling you guys up to say, Hey, I want to help. I want to be involved are wanting to help and not wanting their names sort of associated and, and sort of goodwill that way. Does that make well, sense? I think that, no, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think in the early days when we had the original crew, um, you know, you, you know, the people are there, but you know, and I think, I think I want to be fair. I think there are some people that come forward just because of the media presence and awareness mm. and they really want to help. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I'll tell you, I mean, there was one person who came forward who, who wanted to be a social media spokesperson for us. Oh, okay. And we are like, yeah, we got Haley Wickenheiser and Ryan Reynolds and Craig Forrest and Danny Dicchio and, None of them at once demanded to be a spokesperson mm -hmm. like, you know, Haley and, and, and Ryan and Danny, and, and I'm not trying to name drop these are, there's just as many people like Kasser and, and, and others who, who have um, Salman and others who have really stepped up to, to, to help us, but none of them ever demanded to do anything or, you know, I have to do this or this is what I do. You know, they just, there's a ton of humility. Um, mm. I think that's there. Um, Jody Shakowitz, who runs all our comms, is just incredible. Like, if I'm if I'm a company after this mess is done, mm -hmm. and I need someone to manage or advise on PR or comms, my view is is you're an idiot if you don't hire her. Yeah. Or firm. Like you're just she's like the media we generated um, was nuts. Um, you know, we got like someone like Natalie Muir who redesigned our website on the fly because the traffic was needed. Um, just, just, just all these really incredible people. And I think the way we vetted it to answer your question was um, we, it actually was Greg who told us that, look, I think we get to a point where we need to start, like it's, we all know each other cause that's a way to vet. But, sure. um, but at a certain point, even if you vet, Khadija's now been busy working with the keel um, with uh, in terms of building out our org chart because um, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you're not this little grassroots movement now we're being asked to help other parts of the country uh, we're firing up operations in Alberta BC in Quebec um, but giving it a regional focus so the people there on the ground know what they need and our goal is to support them and and, and our goal is to shut this down Kareem like mm -hmm. my goal is by June we're winding it down because at that point, the provincial and federal governments should be in place. And if they're mm. not, then there's deeper questions. But in the interim, we fill the breach. But to answer your question, Greg Tilson suggested, look, we need to have someone to lead our HR to vet candidates, match it up with needs. And we were teamed up with Bruden Feldman, who is uh, just terrific. And, mm. and now it's funny, like we get people who have like 60, 70,000 Twitter followers who want to join us. Yeah. You got to stand in line. You got to get interviewed by Bryn. <laughs> That's really interesting. Listen, it's it it people. Well, you can't do it. Like I can't. I can't do it to someone who doesn't have a Twitter account and has twenty followers. And I'm going to treat someone with the blue check mark differently. But the the thing that's fascinating is mm -hmm. even the folks quote unquote with the blue check marks. Not yeah, a yeah. question. Yeah. Not a question. Not even 
I'll give you an example tonight because he's on board. Adam Vancouverton, who's an athlete with Haley and their friends, he reached out and he was like, look, you need me to pack boxes. You need me to, to drive stuff. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Campbell from Sportsnet, he's mm-hmm. ready to do a shipment up to Timmins and drive eight hours. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Yeah. Like I- that, that to me speaks a bit to character and the humility and, and that kind of thing and that's what we're looking for and and you got to run it like this is a command and control structure so in certain situations it's not a democracy like you got to get done yeah how how do you balance um the time that because it sounds so huge um mm-hmm. and you and i've spoken and you know there's there's tons of late nights um tons of time that goes into this um, even though you've got dozens upon dozens, if not right now, hundreds of volunteers, how do you go from running your own business to now adding this onto your plate? Um, you well, I think, excuse me, um, mm-hmm. um, battling a bit of a cold, but um, I think that it's, it's, it, it's not easy. Um, our team is, you know, my colleague Amanda is still working on stuff and she's doing a great job. Our clients are very understanding as well, mm-hmm. but I actually still have client meetings and engagements that I'm scheduling because it allows me to get away from this. And it allows me to work with my clients because the work we do with server romantics is still important. We're advising the leaders in a situation where now digital becomes more important. You're working from home. So, um, we've actually gotten some new business, um, uh, during this. Yeah. It's, you know, and I don't say that lightly or to to show off because there's people suffering. And so Khalid and I have made an attempted effort that anything we can do, like, uh, you know, paying our barber or hairstylist in advance, buying food locally from local restaurants. I mean, you know, went to the hero burger the other day and, you know, we ordered food for all of us and, um, you know, it was our treat, if you will. And the, the, the owner that I know, like he almost broke into tears. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the work that we're doing here, I think you can stay at home and go crazy or feel bad, or you can get up and do something. So I choose to, the, the, the latter, right? True, true. Um, and I think that's a theme for everyone in our group. And I think, um, I think there's something there because um, Lori mentioned this the other day that uh, why us? Like you get, you know, when you're going to a large organization, ask them to cut you a check for a million dollars. Well, why you versus anyone else? And we're not here to compete with any other organizations. That's why our goal is to wind down. But because we're nimble, because we're entrepreneurs, because we know how to get stuff done, because of the work that many of these people have done to help Syrian refugees when they arrive in Canada, uh, your family did as well. Um, because we're involved with things like the no fly list kids working together, we can mobilize quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a, a function of, of a lot of those things. Right. What, what did you learn? You bring up no fly list kids. What did you learn from, from that, that you've applied here and then vice versa. What have you learned now with conquer COVID that you wish you knew while you were, um, part of no fly list kids. Can you say that again? So the stuff that you're doing today, 
what did you what are you doing today that you learned while no fly list kids was um very very active and then conversely what did you wish you knew back then that could have got you to your goal quicker when you were doing no fly list kids wow so you're asking me what based on what i know now what would i've done differently yeah and then also what did what do you what what are you, what lessons are you taking from no fly list as well so really two questions there right Okay, so the first one, um, I don't think I would do anything differently with no fly. Okay. Um, I, I think that, um, I, I think I'd reinforce the things like when we teamed up, making that call that first night to get Zamir Khan, who became the co-leader, um, and working with him and we sounded off each other was critical. Um, being open for new blood and new people for opinions along the way, you bring you know, the Karen Ahmeds, the Sarah Wilson's on board, Ruby Aldi's, um, the Aisha Vahidi's, others, uh, Don Matthews, um, you bring these, these people on board. Um, you know, funny story, because this is public, one lady reached out, and she didn't have a lot of followers on Twitter, but she asked for, um, you know, she asked for us to connect with her, and we connect with Miriam, the gal, and we started, we started, I'm on the call, guys. <laughs> so um the, um you're you know, on a so call we're, with Miriam, yeah. we're on call with her and we start talking and then next thing we find out later that she's actually Idris Alba's mother-in-law oh my yeah right and so I think the thing is is that you've got to be able to make sure that you treat and I try to remind myself of that you treat everyone with respect mm -hmm. um you thank everyone. You got to recognize everyone, and I and I th and you and you got to run it as a team. But there's also a point where this situation right now is different. This is a crisis situation. So in this case, you're not necessarily running things like you got a leadership team and you got to trust them. But there's a certain points when, as leadership, you're going to make a call, and it's it's not a democracy. Mm -hmm. um, because in crisis situations, leaders and people I respect have told me you've got to run it like in a command and control environment, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is your job, go do it. Mm -hmm. um, you can have feedback later, but right now here's your job. Yeah. You know? And that doesn't necessarily win you friends, but right now we're trying to win a fight and it's to win lives. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I've got sounding boards like my wife and other people that, that whose counsel I listen to because I don't think anyone has the answer. So I'd say that, um, you know, and in no fly, we were dealing with no experience with the government, which is a large bureaucracy, right? Yeah. In this case, we're not as, I don't want to say cautious, but we're just getting it done. And I think because we're sincere and we're not trying to badmouth anyone, we're not playing politics. We're just trying to help frontline workers who need it. No questions asked, not for profit. We're not selling things at markups or anything we're just trying to help and i think because we're regular canadians and people trust us um it's helped to the credibility i think because they know the motivations um we were lucky actually ryan reynolds sent a, a personalized note to all of our team mm -hmm. to thank them you know and that lifted people up and when you got someone like Haley wickenheiser who's engaging with the team it lifts them up right we've got other people who are prominent who want to just get involved. And I think that that's important. Um, and recognizing people like a Natalie Muir who works her tail off to redo our site, right? Like it's mm -hmm. just, these people aren't getting paid. Some of them have been laid off and 
you know, uh, as soon as we get on the other side of this, I'm going to make sure any of them that are in trouble, I'm going to do my darndest to help, help, help them. Yeah, for um, sure. Right. Like they deserve it. These are just inc really incredible people under mm -hmm. working under very stressful situations. And a friend of mine, Kim Clancy or Kimberly Clark, rather, she told me this quote and it's, and it's in a time of crisis, uh, character isn't created. It's revealed. Absolutely. So, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are now taking monetary donations on the, on the site. We, um, we are, we just launched and, um, uh, we just launched it on the, um, on Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, we launched it with IDRF and they've been around for 30 years and then IDRF, uh, we don't touch the money, all the funds go to them. Mm -hmm. IDRF then purchases the PP equipment at the cost that Bayshore has and that's how we operate. Nice. Yeah. Listen, I, I know, I know we're recording this late on a Sunday and um, your kids need you to read a, a story to them or... Um, you know, and I know, you know, we're all, you, you told me we're all, you know, we're all busy, um, no matter what it is that we're doing, but listen, before you go, um, where can people go to find out more information, to become involved in any way, shape or form? So, um, um, you can go to our website, conquercovid19.ca. Um, and there I would say to your listeners, two things, if you're a doctor, nurse, uh, your cleaning staff, uh, EMS worker, frontline healthcare worker. Okay. If you need equipment and you don't have it that prevents you from doing your job, please visit the site, fill it in. There's no cost, put your contact info. We will try our best to get it to you. If you are somebody that has one N95 mask, a box of unused gloves, you might have 30 Tyvek suits at your office that you're not using. We will take it because literally one mask could save a doctor's life. It could save a nurse's life. Uh, my wife had a nurse from St. Mike's who contacted us and it was in tears because she had to use the same N95 mask for a full 12 hour shift. So um, literally I would ask your listeners, if you know of anything, if you can donate money, great taxes, receipts are issued. If you have equipment, donate it. Diapers even, we're trying to get supplies to women's shelters because unfortunately with the quarantine, the increase of domestic abuse has skyrocketed and people have had to leave. Baby formula, if people have tablets, we'll take the tablets because people that are terminally ill in the hospitals are isolated from their families. So at least in those last moments, they can communicate with them. Mm -hmm. um, it's a it's some it's some jarring stuff it's pretty it's pretty jarring and so i think that you know stay at home and if you're staying at home spread the word tell people about us donate um donate supplies tell your friends lift them up if you have friends who are frontline healthcare workers thank them donate give give equipment and it doesn't have to be us give it to any charity just mm -hmm. give right this is our moment as canadians to help each other this is what we're about. We're not about division, party politics, all that stuff, park it aside. There'll be lots of time for that later. But right now we have an opportunity and our team conquer COVID-19 is asking for Canadians to help. Our captain is Haley Wickenheiser. And I suppose Deadpool's our assistant captain. <laughs> um, 
you know, and uh, we got a team. We got a team. We want people to join our team. Come to our website. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we're at conquercovid19.ca. Aussi en français. Maintenant, assiste en Québec aussi. So we're bilingual. Our friend Julie Willett translated everything for us. So we're 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 running. And um, and people are in other provinces who hear this who think that they want to open up or help lead a group locally. Then then we're we're game. Suleiman, man, thank you so much for this. Really appreciate it. Thank you, not just for this, but thanks uh, to you and your uh, team. And uh, appreciate you having us on, Frame. You've, you've covered us for years, and appreciate all your work. And uh, thank you. Yeah, stay safe. Okay, you too, pal.